Welcome back to Sports Byline USA, coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Coming out on Sunday, the 31st of this month, and then part two will be Sunday on June 7th, is a documentary called Laurel Canyon, and it's going to be on Epics. That's E-P-I-X, and it's going to study... Uh, not just, of course, what Laurel Canyon is known for in some circles, but just the music scene at that time. And uh, we're very happy now to be joined by the iconic Michelle Phillips, of course, from the Mamas <laughs> and the Papas. Michelle, um, when I when I when I mention that time, does it seem like a hundred years ago, or does it seem like yesterday? My whole life seems like a hundred years ago. <laughs> um, God, I'm getting so old. Uh, you know, uh, I was born and raised almost entirely in Los Angeles, so I was very familiar with Laurel Canyon um, when we moved in there. And we we moved from we we had been living in New York, which I hated. Um, not so much the city. I just I couldn't stand the winters. It, it just uh, it freaked me out because you know I was raised in Los Angeles and Mexico City, and um, when I told people that I was going to go to New York, they said, "Oh, you've got to get yourself a wool dress." And I said, "Well, that's a good idea." So I went out and bought myself a backless and sleeveless wool dress i didn't i didn't understand the concept of cold <laughs> <laughs> well That's growing up in, in mexico yeah i i yeah, think john and, phillips to move back you know let us why can't we live in california <laughs> but the music <laughs> business at that time was all out of new york so that we were kind of stuck there until we weren't well Right. And spending all those years in, in Mexico and learning Spanish fluently as you did, that helps being in California. And then you moved to San Francisco to be a model. Is that right? Well, my best friend had moved uh, back to San Francisco where she was originally from. And so when summer vacation came along, um, I asked my dad if I could go up and spend the summer with my with my friend Tamar, and he said, "Well, yeah, I, I guess you know, just behave yourself," which I did not. But <laughs> <laughs> I had a great time in San Francisco. <laughs> well, because, uh, when I think about the mamas and the papas, and you know, I. I'm a little bit um, older than your your daughter, China. We're about the same age. and But when I hear California Dreamin', it's just one of those songs that I've heard a million times, but I can't turn it off. It's one of the catchiest songs that is about as evergreen as it comes. And you not just sang on it, you, you wrote part of that, right? Yeah, I wrote the second verse. <laughs> I wrote the verse about the church. And, okay, stop and after, into a church, yeah. And yeah, stop into a church. And and and, and when we finished it, um, 
in the middle of the night because John had woken me up in the middle of the night to write to help him write the song. Um, I remember him saying, "I'm not. I'm not really certain about that that verse, you know, with the church and praying and all that." I said, oh, "John, okay, it, we'll re- we'll rewrite it tomorrow." He says, "Okay." But we never got around to doing that. <laughs> and then when we sang it for Lou Adler, he said, no, I love that verse. And John said, okay. And so that's how we, that's how I, <laughs> God, I'm so glad he woke me up. Um, <laughs> the song has been an awful lot to me <laughs> over the last 50 years. And um, and it's just one of those songs. It's got legs. You know, th- th- there's always something going on with that song. It gets licensed more than any of uh, Mamas and Papas songs. And it gets licensed by everybody, not just by uh, people who want to sing it, but, by, you know, it's been in Coke commercials and it's been in... Um, it, it's it, Right now, it's running on a... An, an insurance company, I can't remember, I can't keep track of it, I'm telling you, the song just <laughs> will not quit. The wonderful Well, thing. during that time, yeah, during that time musically, like if you can take me back to the Monterey Pop Festival, because, you know, this is where Clive Davis goes, he sees Big Brother and the Holding Company, and he says, her, that young girl, Janice, I'm going to make her a star, mm-hmm. she's a solo artist. I mean, you were there in, yeah. in 68, and I mean, it's just, what, what was that like? Because we, we have a lot of outdoor music festivals, but there was, there's just nothing like like Monterey. No, it, it was an amazing feat to get it done. And we put that festival together in three months. Mm. We had a deadline because the, the dates had already been bought. And and we had to convince all these rock and rollers to come in and do it for free. <laughs> Which, in, in 1967, that was totally unheard of. You didn't do free concerts, okay? <laughs> and we said, oh, but it's going to be for a charity. And, um, you know, what kind of a charity? Well, you know, we're going to build music uh, schools in Harlem and and Liverpool, and we're going to give money to the free clinics, and which we were just, you know, flying by the seat of our pants. You know, we didn't know who, where the money was going to go, and we had no idea that after 50 years, uh, the Monterey Pop Festival Fund is still generating hundreds of thousands of dollars a year that go to... Uh, you know, that benefit charities. And I'm very proud of that. No, that's awesome stuff. So, by the way, we're speaking with Michelle Phillips. A couple more questions for her. She's here to talk about Laurel Canyon. It's going to be on Epics. Uh, episode 1, Sunday the 31st. Episode 2, June 7th on Sunday. It's two parts, obviously. And th- these are new, original interviews. And not just you, but Jackson Brown, Don Henley, Graham Nash, Linda Ronstadt. Um, are those people, when I mention those names, 
are they still friends of yours? Um, and what was there yeah, anything new with, that you revealed? I, I, didn't, I didn't sleep with all, all of them. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't hang with, you know, these wonderful, uh, people that I, you know, have known forever because, you know, life changes and, you know, you get older and you, you're not clubbing the sunset strip anymore and you know causing heartache all over the nation <laughs> right so but, was there uh, anything new about yourself you learned when they told when they sat you down and then you know Allison Eastwood and Frank Marshall they sit you down was there anything new that you thought you know what I forgot about that or now that all these years later this has a different perspective on me something like that well you know I'm. Uh, I am asked to to kind of relive it uh, in um, interviews like this, and um, and uh, uh, um, so I. And I have a very good memory. I remember a lot about everybody. But, you know, you have to keep in mind also that we all knew each other from the folk days before we were all uh, coming up with this new music that was um, really commercial, commercial music. Uh, you know, everyone picked up an electric guitar and electric bass and, you know... Um, you know, when I met John, he was in a group, a, a, a folk group called the Journeymen, and um, they had a banjo player uh, and one guitar and three guys. Scott McKenzie was in the group, and John Phillips and Dick Weissman, and um, you know they all went on to. Um, you know, become part of this new music, which started when, you know, I remember the first night I heard the Beatles, I said, oh, my word, <laughs> that's it. We got to start writing songs like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you know, mm -hmm. I, I, I do get to relive it a lot, you know, which is fun because, well, you know, we had a hell of a good time. Well, we're still having a good time with it, and we're going to have a really good time on Epics. That is E-P-I-X. Part one of Laurel Canyon will be on Sunday the 31st, and uh, Sunday, June 7th, will be part two. And uh, we're very much looking forward to this. We've been speaking to uh, Michelle really, Phillips. very entertaining. <laughs> one of the it's best pop stars of all time. Hey, Michelle, thank you so much for your time. Congratulations on the film, and, and hopefully we catch up down the road. Okay, Rick. Thank you very much. All right. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back on Sports Bias.